It's our 360 round. We're talking all about the economy. It's time to discuss today's jobless claims report. Our panel is ready. Joining me right here on set, Joe Brusuelas, chief economist at RSM, and Dana Peterson, chief economist with the Conference Board. Thank you both for being with us. Joe, I'll start with you. I mean, these numbers that we got in for claims, more claims. In fact, it's at the highest uh, since mid-November. Doesn't feel great. Well, no, and it's not going to. What we are going to expect to see is the big companies, think Apple, Microsoft, mm -hmm. Google, mm -hmm. they're going to be laying people off, primarily because of slower global demand. And we do think that by the end of the year, the second half of, of the year, what we'll see is about 150,000 on average in the monthly jobs report and rising initial claims. I mean, we sort of anticipated that we couldn't keep that pace up, right? I mean, we knew that it wouldn't stay at what it's been. But Dana, the concern here is that it's not just staying stagnant. Now we're going to start seeing some layoffs, um, claims on the rise, slower hiring. We heard from Apple talking about that. Ford talked about that. Dana, your thoughts? Well, yes, we do expect there's going to be some uh, degree of layoffs coming forward, but I think they're going to be not as bad as we saw certainly during the pandemic or even back during the 2008 crisis because we have incredible labor shortages and people are still quitting. And so I think a lot of businesses are going to try to hold on to their workers. They might take down the job ads and maybe scale back plans to hire more people. But certainly I think that businesses are probably not going to see a huge jump in the unemployment rate because businesses, again, are still needing workers. You said recession, right, by year end, Dana? Let's just put it right on the table here. Yes, uh, the conference board is forecasting a shallow and relatively brief recession, probably the end of this year into early next year. That's, you know, quite fungible. It'll be flanked by weak growth and high inflation on both sides. Uh, but still in all, uh, we were originally thinking that the unemployment would continue to fall, unemployment rate would continue yeah. to fall. We now think it's probably going to stay about where it is, maybe tick up a little bit, um, again, because businesses will pull back somewhat. But again, with the labor shortages, which is, you know, kind of a structural issue, they're probably going to try to hold on to a lot of their workers. Mm -hmm. and, and Joe, we have the Fed next week. We're going to hear from the Fed next week. We're likely to still see 75 basis points. We haven't heard anything different. But you're looking at the different sectors, rate-sensitive sectors. Tell me about the Fed's moves, our economy, and some of these sectors that are on your mind. All right, so we're going to get a 75 basis point Bitcoin hike. I think by the end of the year, we'll be between 3.25 and 3.5. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? Rate-sensitive sectors, autos, housing, as well as tech, you're going to see probably a slower pace of, of labor demand. The one sector that I'm now really concerned about is housing. You know, we've seen the starch roll over. You're right. going to see real weak demand probably through the middle to end of next year. And so that means, you know, layoffs in housing construction. Those are down market households. Those are the ones who are already bearing the adjust. Are the, yeah. The, 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 they're bearing the burden of the adjustment to higher prices. And so that's not what you want to see in the real economy. Should now, people start saving their money? Well, in a period of inflation, you probably want to replace stock that needs to be worn out before the price goes higher. That's the horrible thing about inflation. It's impossible to figure out where prices are going. It's impossible to set prices. And it makes for very difficult judgments on the part 
of these households. Now, if you're a construction worker, you're probably going to pull back on spending, right? Mm -hmm. If you're, you know, in finance, not so much. Right. Well, also, the banks are likely to do better here in a rising yes. rate environment. Um, Dana, I mean, the Philly Fed came in. That was negative print, the negative reading of 12.3. Um, you know, we're getting in different pieces of, we got housing, slower housing, but still very high prices. And other things, CPI, PPI. I mean, what economic prints are you watching for going forward or what have really caught your attention thus far? Well, we're really watching our own measure of leading economic indicators. It came in at minus eight tenths this morning, and it's the fourth month that we've seen it decline. And so it's telling us that we're heading into a slowdown. So we're not really surprised by any prints that are that are not so great. Um, this is the direction we're headed in. The Fed is raising interest rates very aggressively. Uh, they're going to raise interest rates into what's known as, oh, well, what we guess is restrictive territory, meaning above 3%, and get there before the end of this year. That's going to cause a recession. And so we shouldn't be surprised by some of these disappointing numbers. Right, and you talked about a recession later this year into next year. Um, Joe, you know, there are people who say we're in the recession right now already because you had the minus for the first quarter for GDP, second quarter the estimates are minus. Then does that just mean a continued recession? Are we in one or does it okay. matter, I guess? Yeah, we're not in recession. Okay. Our call is a mid-cycle correction. 45% probability of a recession over the next 12 months. And you know, we really don't disagree here. I think that if we have one, mm -hmm. it turns early part of next year. Yeah. Think the after holiday hang hangover mm. in spending. So yeah, no, I, we're not. Right. And quickly, Dana, as the ECB raised rates for the first time in 11 years, uh, we're seeing coordinated efforts by the central banks. Um, Fed next week, 75 basis points, and then? Most likely, yes. Um, that's what we're we're hearing and understanding that the Fed's going to go 75 basis points. Um, they could go 1% if the data between now and then is even worse. But still, in all, the Fed's hiking very aggressively. So are other central banks to combat inflation, which is a global problem. Yeah. Well, the S&P did just turn positive. So for the bulls out there, they may like that little piece of news. Dana Peterson, Conference Board, Joe Bruce Willis of RSM. Thank you both for being with us.